You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 278, The Solo Series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show, episode 278. So we are, I get this question a lot. How do you make a change at midlife? You know, once people start to get into their 40s, their 50s, and even their 60s, um, there is this question of, can I really do something different than I've always done professionally? Can I really build a business at this point in my life? Can I really make some serious midlife shifts? And so I wanted to answer that question because I get it so often. And if you subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is all about helping women rebuild themselves in their 30s, 40s, and 50s and beyond, then you know that I like to talk about this subject a lot. You can always find me on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Cassandra Von TV. So that's youtube.com forward slash Cassandra Von TV. I'm glad I remembered that, uh, that web link. Um, so what I want to talk about today is five truths about making a midlife shift, because there are lots of people who really don't like where they are and they don't like where they've been. And they, they get to a certain age and they realize I've been settling. I've been settling for less than I deserve. I've been settling for the, you know, the thing I've just been settling and I, I can no longer lie to myself about the life that I have not built or not created and the life that is worthy of me. And so if you've gotten to the point of getting really super real with yourself and saying, this is below me. And I don't mean that in a condescending way. I mean that in a, you deserve so much more. You have the power to give yourself so much more. And you are now recognizing that you have chosen through a myriad of life choices and decision points to not give yourself the life that you deserve. That's what I mean by below you. When you come into the awakening of that, it's time for you to really say, man, I, it's, I've got, I, I can't pretend like I don't know that I brought me here. And I can't pretend that I don't know that I'm the only one who can get me over there. And I can no longer pretend like what I'm experiencing is enough because it's not right. Like you just get to a point of realness with yourself where you just go, I can't fake the funk with this. I cannot pretend like this is enough because it's not. So I want in today's episode uh, to talk to you about five truths about making a midlife shift, because I think that a lot of people do not get that a midlife shift I mean, they get that a midlife shift is different from when you're in your 20s or your 30s, but they do not get just how different it is. And not only that it's different because of age, it is different because the approach that is now required is different. So I want to speak to this today. Uh, again, I'm reading this amazing book. I told you about it in the last episode, Hustle, The Power to Charge Your Life with Money, Meaning, and Momentum by Neil Patel, Patrick Vlaskovitz, and Jonas Koffler. Um, amazing, amazing book. And so here's, here's the, the quote from it. And then we're going to sit with this and talk about the five truths about making a midlife shift. So in the book, they say, if you're mid career and you're stuck, that likely means your strengths aren't appreciated either by yourself or by your colleagues or both mid career folks have a host of responsibilities that young people don't have spouses, children, mortgages, car payments, private preschool tuition. This means that your hustle has to be undertaken in a measured manner. Remember, subtle, not seismic shifts are the key to reversing the cycles of suck. So let me read the quote again, because this is where we're going to sit. 
If you're mid-career and you're stuck, that likely means your strengths aren't appreciated, either by yourself or by your colleagues or both. Mid-career folks have a host of responsibilities that young people don't have. Spouses, children, mortgages, car payments, private preschool tuition. This means that your hustle has to be undertaken in a measured manner. Remember, subtle, not seismic shifts are the key to reversing the cycles of suck. So let's talk about the five truths about making a midlife shift. Midlife shift. I know this stuffy and I feel like, oh my goodness. Okay. All right. Number one, it's going to take time to shift. I can't say this enough. You are not going to make the time go faster. You do not need to hyper speed your journey because you're like, I am 50 and I got to hurry up and do this. It's going to take time to shift. No matter what age you're at, who you are, the shifting takes time. You know, and especially at midlife, you have responsibilities like that quote said, mortgage and children, and you have responsibilities you can't simply drop. You are probably busier than you've ever been. And none of that is going to slow down and just give you the floor to focus entirely 24 seven on shifting your life. You're going to need a different approach and it's going to take time to shift. That's the first truth about making a midlife life shift. The second truth about making a midlife shift is your approach has to be measured. This is about making subtle, not seismic shifts, like the quote says, which means you're not going to see astronomical results fast. It's about being a marathon runner and not a sprinter. And if you, like me, like all the intensity of achieving things fast, you're not going to experience that at midlife. So let me break, let me, this is a hard one because like, I, I like intensity. I find it very addictive. Um, I like the thrill, um, all of that stuff. And nothing about that has changed for me. I was that way at 20 something. I'm that way at 40 something, right? So the intensity and the desire for intensity and the liking of intensity has never changed for me, nor do I think it ever will change. And yet, there has to be a part of me that now says, okay, whereas when I was, you know, 16 or 20 or 25, and I was like rushing and like, you know, driving the adrenaline to get to certain points, I do have to say to myself at this point that this is not a sprint. This is a marathon. And in fact, it's a series of marathons. And so my approach has to be subtle, not seismic. And the way, and even though I can find intense bursts that fulfill my need for intensity, they've got to be intense bursts within these subtle shifts, which is not always easy to get. You know, some of the journey when you're taking a measured approach is very, very, very boring, very boring. So the approach has got to be measured. You've got to get both consistent and efficient at the very same time. So consistent and efficient at the very same time. This is the third truth about making a midlife shift. Look, you're going to have to make time to produce significant change with far less time than it takes to actually produce it, which means that you, you got to be willing and committed to putting in the work and putting in the time and getting both consistent and efficient at the same time. So again, it goes back to the, it's going to take time to make the shift at midlife. Your approach is going to have to be measured. That's the second truth. And the third truth is you got to learn how to be consistent and efficient at the same time, because it's going to take time even at your most efficient pace. 
So you, you cannot be sloppy about your consistency and your efficiency at midlife. You just can't be like, there are certain margins that you have at 20 that at 50, you don't have and being inconsistent and being inefficient are, are, you don't have those margins at midlife. So you literally have to be able to develop those skills of consistency and efficiency at the same time, understanding that it's going to take time to shift at midlife and your approach is going to have to be measured. You've also got to get both consistent and efficient at the same time. Third truth. Fourth truth about making a midlife shift. And this really applies whether you're 20 or you're 60, but here's the deal. A long game approach is the only approach that works, period. Now you you do the intense and the fast and the boom, 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 hurry up and boom, boom, boom at 20. And you not really get that that actually um, delayed you because you didn't play the long game because a lot of 20 year olds don't play the long game. But once you hit midlife, like this is the truth that if you don't sit with it and you don't embrace it, it will bite you in the ass. A long game approach is the only approach that works. At this point in your life, you may be feeling like time is not on your side. If you are 70, if you're 60, if you're 50, if you're 40, you may be feeling like you need to just hurry up and make up for all the years that you lost, all the 30 years that you lost, the 20 years that you lost, the 15 years. Listen, that whole, I got to, first of all, you can't make up for the time that you lost. Let's just get real. Sunk cost gone. Can't make up for the time. I've talked about this many times on different episodes. Sunk cost gone. Like, let's just... Let's just put all of the years that are that have been lost back there because they just don't matter. They're done. That is that focusing on what you've lost and trying to recoup what you've lost is a total waste of time. And look, at the end of the day, there is no shortcutting your goals at this point in your life. You should know that by now. I'm not going to shit all over you, but I'm going to call it what it is. At this point in the game at midlife, you are old enough and wise enough to know that you can't shortcut stuff anymore. Like a long game approach is the only approach that works. It's going to take the time it takes. You got to accept the fact that the years that were wasted were wasted and they are gone. And you got to forgive yourself for that. And then you got to get your focused entirely on what work do I have to do today to make sure that in 10 years or five years or seven years, I am in a totally different place than I am right now. And you got to commit to doing that work for as long as it takes because that is what is the long game. A long game approach is the only approach that works, period, the end. Fifth thing, fifth truth about making a shift at midlife. You have to take the right risks. And 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 here's the challenging part to this one, this truth, is that only you know what the right risks are. I can't tell you what your right risks are. And you've got to trust yourself enough to trust in the risks that you take. But only you know what the right risks are. That means, you know, when you're in your 20s, you're like, I'm going to take this risk and that risk. And you do it for the adrenaline rush of it. But but a lot of, you know, times in your 20s, you don't sit and go, well, is that really the right risk to be taking? At this point in midlife, you got to take the right risks. And at the same time, you can't wait for the right time or for things to be perfect. The reality is that you're probably pretty risk aversive at midlife at this point. And... At the very same time, even though you don't like taking risks, if you don't take the right risks at this point in your life, you will stay exactly where you are. So if you're going to change your life's trajectory, you have to take risks. You have to take risks. So what am I saying at the end of the day? 
it's so helpful to understand that that if you are working on shifting your life, you're starting a business, um, you're changing your life completely, you're moving from the city to the country, from the country to the city, like you are starting to say, I've got to take charge of my life and I've got to live where I want to live and do the things I want to do and blah, blah, blah. If you are, if you are doing that at midlife, I, I want you to understand that it is a slower process and it is a more deliberate process. And that's not because you're older. And that's not because you're not as ambitious as you used to be. And that's not because you aren't handling your business or you're not hustling hard enough. I think a lot of people at midlife give themselves this big guilt trip about, you know, I should be moving faster and, you know, I should be sleeping three hours a night and like hustling all through the night and blah. At midlife, it's just different, you know, and it's not about, oh, I'm old. It, it It's just... I am different in my 40s than I was in my 20s. And I am different in my 40s than I, than I was in my 30s. And I will be different in my 50s than I am now. And I will be different in my 60s than, than I will be in my 50s. And so I don't want you to look at a midlife shift as, oh man, I'm just slower and, and I'm not as adaptive or responsive. to that, that, That's not what this is about. When you're making shifts at midlife, A, you're wiser. Um, B, you, you have a clearer understanding of what you want and what your best life looks like. You know it. You know it and you feel it when you're not in it. And, and because of those two things, you've got to be way more deliberate about getting to that best life. You have to be way more deliberate about changing careers or building a business or building a business empire. You've got to be way more deliberate because A, you know time is not on your side. It's not on your side the way it was at 15 or 20 or 25. And B, you don't have time to waste. Like you need to focus on you at this point in your life, even with all the other responsibilities in your life. So you need a, an approach that really focuses on consistent gains, subtle, not seismic shifts. And you've got to master the, the places where maybe in your 20s, you weren't consistent and you weren't efficient and you were kind of like on the fence, off the fence, you know, shiny object syndrome. All of that kind of fury of, you know, maybe, maybe not, maybe, maybe not, that that can't be a part of you shifting a midlife. You just don't have time for it. And so when you recognize all of these things, you now have to say to yourself, okay, okay, um, I can't do this, this pursuing my dreams and goals the way that I did it in my 20s or my 30s. I have to be more deliberate. I have to be intentional um, I have to be measured. I, I really have to focus on the fact that this is a marathon and it's not a sprint. And every time the the temptation comes up to make it a sprint, because I feel like I'm so old that I've got a sprint to the finish line, I have to remind myself that at this point in my life, there is no sprinting to a finish line. This is a marathon. And it's not only one marathon, it's many of them. So if it's going to take a long time anyway, if it's going to be a process anyway, then how can I be the most consistent, efficient version of myself, putting whole mind into present work, present action, uh, as well as D. Waddles would say, into everything that I do so that I am showing up fully for this. I am delivering exceptional work in everything that I do. And I'm not spending a lot of thought life or a lot of energy on how much time I've lost when I could have been doing this. There's a lot to be said for not going back there and, and, and feeling like, man, we all do it. I'm not saying we don't do it, but I am saying that you could be using the energy of man. Why didn't I do this before? 
which the thought pops up, so everybody's got it. But when that thought does pop up, you could be saying, you know, I'm not going to focus on that because that's gone. What am I doing right now? What am I doing right now? Like, what am I taking care of today, this week, this month? And then redirect your energy. So those are the five truths about making a midlife shift. Now, if you're struggling at midlife with the consistency and the efficiency piece, which is critical to you getting to where you say you want to go, if you're struggling with shiny object syndrome, I want you to stay tuned because I'm rolling out three new consistency trainings for Black Friday that are literally going to help you level up in the areas of consistency and efficiency in a way that works for where you specifically are at this point in your life. It is customized, personalized, because I'm giving you the the tools you need to develop your own unique approach and walking you through, mentoring you through how exactly to do that. So that is coming out at the week of Black Friday, three new consistency trainings, be on the lookout for them. They will be there. And on top of that, I will say this as a, as a final note, um, midlife is a great time to make some serious shifts. And when I say midlife, people always, you know, I think people think of midlife as 50 or beyond. I, I don't know. I think midlife is the moment where you, where you wake up to who you are, you begin to wake up to who you are and you realize where you have been living a lie and you realize where you have not been true to yourself. And then you start to move in the direction of your own truth. For some people that happens at 50 or 60, for other people it happens at 40, uh, you know, some, there are a few where it happens in their thirties very, very early, but wherever you are, when you hit what is called midlife, where you go, the life before and the life that comes after are complete opposites, essentially. Meaning I want to be who I'm meant to be in after midlife in a way that I wasn't before midlife. You got to get real. You got to get real with, with, with where you are making decisions that are not in alignment with who you know yourself to be, where you are making choices that are incongruent with where you say you want to go. And you got to fix those things. And I don't mean you fix them fast. I mean, you fix them completely. And that means deliberate, intentional, subtle, not seismic shifts, an approach that is measured and taking the right risks consistent and efficient at the same time, all of these five truths. So just really get real with yourself about where you want your life to go. What has been holding you back? It will always be you, by the way. And what, how you need to show up differently for yourself so that you can leverage these five truths to take your life where you want it to be. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Please share this with somebody, you know, who really needs to listen to it. I will catch you on the next episode of She Runs the Show.